listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. It is The Defiant Ones. Right now, I'm talking with someone who I've wanted to talk with for a little while now, Kikio. Uh, welcome to Washington Hall. This is not your first time at Washington Hall, right? No, this is, I think, my third or fourth time now. That's so awesome. Well, um, well, congratulations on everything that's, you know, with wrestling coming back and, and uh, you know, uh, making your presence known at Defy. It's been a long time coming. I, it, I haven't, it's not the first time around the block for me. I've been yeah. doing this since 2009, so... That's awesome. Okay, well, let's get into all of that. So you are not um, a Washington native. Well, tell us, where were you born? In, I was uh, born in California, born and raised. Yeah. Uh, Northern California specifically, because when you specify yeah. with wrestling especially, mm -hmm. there's NorCal, there's SoCal, there's SenCal, yeah. and now there's a whole bunch of different stuff nowadays. Okay. Um, but I moved out to Florida in 2017, was there for about six months or so. Yeah. And been here the last four years. Cool. Okay. So, um, when was your first memory of wrestling? My first like cognizant memory is watching Sean come down from the rafters. Yes. So of course, but that's like, twelve. Yeah, that that's what I specifically remember as a kid. But apparently, according to the parents, I would take all of the cushions off of the couch and jump off the corner like Superfly Snooka. And just, yeah. Ah. Um, I do have a very vivid memory of watching wrestling. It was uh -huh. me and my younger brother. Yeah. And we start, of course, we're play fighting. Yeah. We're fighting. And I just remember rearing back and smacking the holy crap out of him. He, of course, starts crying. Me yeah. and my dad are laughing. My mom's like, you're not playing anymore. <laughs> so. Holy crap. Yeah, that was I was probably like six or seven. So was he a wrestling fan too? No. Okay. All <laughs> no, right. it was me and my dad. My mom likes it because I like it. Sure. And, um, but so it grandparents and my dad for the most part. Was it something that attracted you because it was something to hang out with dad and watch or did you just fall in love just you just I was always a tomboy I played yeah. soccer like my mom had me in pageants and stuff when yeah. I was a kid and I swept all the categories and all the little dollies would get mad yeah. and stuff I'm like, Heels since I was born <laughs> So instead of Barbies you collected the wrestling figures I didn't know I collected Barbies oh, I had okay. a shelf a whole like wall dedicated to barbies okay um, and that was like that was all my grandfather uh, grandmother's doing sure but no i i watched wrestling i got picked on because i was you know a wrestling fan as a mm -hmm. kid and i was a tomboy but i liked the backstreet boys sure so it was this weird mix and nobody knew how to deal with it and well there you go so <laughs> so, so you, your first memory was sean coming down were you a sean michaels girl or, absolutely or... okay oh yeah as yeah. a kid Shawn michaels razor ramon um, as I got like in middle school and stuff like that, it was definitely Jeff Hardy. Okay. Attitude era. Yeah, I, yeah. Ugh, I, so here we go. Embarrassing story time. I'm like freshman year. So you're 14, 15 years old. Sure. And I had never met any WWE superstar ever in my life. Had only gone to like Raw and SmackDown yeah. once maybe. And I got really, really upset that Trish Stratus kissed Jeff Hardy. Uh-oh. I, I cried in the audience. So there's that. Um, but I noticed that one of the companies was having a meet and greet. With yeah. Jeff Hardy of all people. Oh my God. So I'm like, not only have I never met anybody before, it's going to be my idol. Cool. So I get my ticket. Yeah. Um, I'm there hours ahead. There's oh, one course, other yeah. person in line. So we're talking, we do the whole, you know, fan thing. Yeah. He's late. No big deal. I'm like waiting, waiting. My mom's like, Hey, he's here. I'm like, Whatever, mom, you know, you're just trying to get me all excited. Like, no, 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 he's here. He just breezed on by. Ah. 
out immediate of tears, it's like tears, hyperventilation. Like you thought AJ Lee was bad with Lita? Yeah. No, no, no. It's no, like no. Beatles mania. Oh my god! It was like Michael Jackson just walked yeah. by, and I like Elvis yeah. just walked into the building, and I just immediately, <laughs> oh my god! And I start breathing, yeah. and everyone's like, what yeah. the hell is wrong with this girl? Is she okay? Oh my god! <laughs> so we let like several people ahead of us. Just to compose yourself. Right. <laughs> so finally, breathe, I get in line. Breathe. I've got my book. I'm ready for an yeah, assignment. Yeah, yeah. And I walk up to him, and God rest his soul, Kirk White goes up to my mom, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Jeff, this is the girl that we were telling you about." No. Why? Why would you? No. Oh my God. Immediate. And Jeff is like, "Oh my God, this poor girl." <laughs> I'm so, honey, please stop crying. He was so sweet. Yeah. He was so nice. Like, With oh, honey, please. Accent, yeah, yeah, just please stop oh, crying. I'll be back soon. Because this yeah. is in between um, WWE and TNA the first yeah. time. Yeah. I'll be back soon. Just please stop crying, honey. I'm so, oh, my God. Like, yeah. just gave me a hug and I'm done. It's <laughs> amazing. So, flash forward 15 years. Yeah. I do extra work for WWE okay. for SmackDown. Yeah. He's out with injury. Um, or so I think. Okay. Standing there waiting to get my physical done, and my friend's like, Oh, hey, Kikyo, don't look now. Huh? Guess who's down the hall? Jeff Hardy. Jeff freaking Hardy. <laughs> Just the person you freaked out about. Right, as a and kid. I'm like, yeah. No, I'll be fine. I've met. I've met Ric Flair. Yeah. I've been on a show with Ricky Morton and people like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. should not phase me at yeah. 32 years old. <laughs> but no? It, no, immediately I'm like, no. <sighs> Heart rate skyrockets. My, yeah. I'm in full makeup just like we are now. I need a drink. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, no. And my tears, it's starting. I'm like, no, you've got, woman, you are an adult. Yeah. You are at work. <laughs> this is your, oh, you are at work. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, he walks by. I'm like, oh, thank God. <sighs> then he comes back, and then he's yeah. in the, the plate. You know, he got cleared and whatnot by the trainer. Sure. And then he comes back and shakes everybody's hand. I'm like, yeah. hi, nice to meet you. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, signing uh, 15 years ago. <laughs> I didn't get to talk to him about that. That's my one little goal okay. like, for myself okay. is, like, I'm finally going to be backstage with him, whether he remembers it or not. But yeah. for my own sanity, be like, I want to apologize for 15-year-old me. <laughs> Have you forgiven Trish Gratis? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. Okay. Yes, I have. <laughs> Were you able to ever secure some trip pants as a child? Some some Jeff Hardy trip pants with, I the, with did. the gloves? So the picture of Jeff and I is I have these, um, actually the same color green that you're wearing sure, now, yeah. but they're parachutes. Okay. So yeah, I've got all the pockets. Pants, I've yeah, got yeah. his green JH black t-shirt yeah. on over, me, uh, over my fishnet camo shirt that I owned. Amazing. And I made sure that I put like my thumb through yeah, and yeah. whatnot. And, my eyes are all red from crying. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay, so obviously a wrestling nerd, loving wrestling as a kid, doing these moves on your unsuspecting brother. When did you say, like, I'm going to do this? Like, this isn't just, like, me playing with my brother. I'm going to be a wrestler. I told everybody growing up, I'm going to be fresh. Like, oh, I'm going to be a veterinarian. I'm going to be a princess. No, I'm going to be a wrestler. That was what I did. And, of course, everybody's like, you're full of crap. Yeah. You're weird get out of here, kick me in the face. Um, <laughs> so I think it was, I was 18, almost 19, sitting at home, yeah. year out of high school or so, and I was like, screw it. Threw up the Google and like wrestling schools in my area. Yeah. Came up with All Pro Wrestling, which yeah. is run by Roland Alexander. Um, Shout out to like, on the mat, you can yeah. see it. Oh yeah, no, that's all of, all the fam. Yeah. Um, 
$6,000 though. Yeah. It was rough. Um, then I found North American Wrestling, which was down in Fresno, which okay. about an hour and a half from me. So sure. I was like, sure, I'll go down and check it out. And when I went to go see their show, I ran into an old friend that I used to go to wrestling shows with That's awesome. when I was a kid. Yeah. So we see each other, we're like, oh my God, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm a new trainee, I'm gonna start with them. And she's like, oh, that's awesome because me and my fiance at the time, like that was her trainer. And so yeah. that's how I got in with him. And I was with them for about six years or so and went up to Sacramento, um, trained with Supreme Pro Wrestling for a while cool. with um, the late Virgil Flynn the yeah. third. Um, along with Big Ugly, yes. Timothy Thatcher on the show today yes. is also one of my trainers. So. And Big Ugly is Titus Alexander's dad. Oh, yeah. oh, that I've watched that child grow up. Like everybody's watched Nick Wayne. Yeah. No, Titus Alexander is my Nick Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Charlie. I gave Charlie his very first match. That's cool. So That's it's awesome. it's weird now to see you know people like Nick just murdering it. Yeah. Like I watched Titus versus uh, El Fantasmo and. Um, Jacob fought too. Yeah. In a triple threat match. Wow. It was insane. Blew my mind. Yeah. And this kid's 22, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. He could, he barely just started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Legally. So when was uh, so okay? So you get into wrestling school. Um, how did you take to it? You know, were you were you a natural? You could say. Um, I kind of the the bumping aspect of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was constantly an athlete as a child. Like, uh, Literally from the time I could start walking, jazz tap ballet for a few years, then I yeah. was in soccer, I was a forward, I was a goalie, I was still doing um, cheerleading and gymnastics along with the soccer. Wow. I was in a traveling team for gymnastics. So cardio was not an issue with you? It wasn't the cardio, it was just being able to roll and take the moves. Sure. And like I was in taekwondo for a good minute, got to like yellow belt before yeah. you know, parents are like, oh, this is expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it <laughs> so, is. Um, yeah, that, that was always, always came natural. It was like the psychology and putting things mm. together and that kind of thing that doesn't click for most people until sure. way later. So what was your first, uh, what was your first time where you felt like you were proud of a match? Like you were actually like, okay, that was good. Um, you know, it's fleeting. Uh, or have you had not had that moment yet? No, there, I, I have had that moment. It's, it's you know, it, it comes up every now and then. Everybody's always like their biggest critic. So sure, they're going to sure. think, you know, the worst of themselves, yeah. whether they had a great match or not. Um, one that I always go back to in my head is my um, hardcore match with Shotzi Blackheart for the yes. Lady Love title. Um, that one's probably one of my most viewed on my YouTube and everyone yeah. always talks about it. And I'm like, it's funny because she, we weren't supposed to be the main event that night. Yeah. And we were supposed to be like, I think like fourth something during the mission sure. so they could clean up. Um, she had double booked herself with Thunder Rosa. So they were wrestling like 30 minutes away. So she's driving. Yeah. We're on the phone going over everything. Um, we get, she finally gets there. We fix up a couple of more things because I think she got there during the semi-main. Yeah. So we're like, all right, cool. Fix up everything. And I mean, she and I had been married for like a year. So we knew yeah. what our each other's stuff was. So we and get in there. quick note, when you say when you're married, it means they wrestle a lot. <laughs> yeah, literally we at every show, I, we could wrestle each other like the back It's like your hands. work partner. Pretty yeah. much, it's your work wife. Um, so when we got in there, the ref didn't hold the, he didn't hold the ladder when she went to go jump off of it. So when she hit, she kind of just bounced off. Ooh. And then, you know, why on the table? Yeah. Crap, so I'm like, crap, crap, crap. Okay, what do we do? Grab her. All I said was, move. 
I climbed up the ladder and goggles held it, thank God, because I'm a big girl and I don't need to be up very high. Sure. So she moved out the way, I go through the table and next I tried to look at the ref and I'm like, hey, tell her this. And he's like, she's already there. Huh? <laughs> Elbow, boom, one, two, three. And I was like, hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Because when you, when you work with people, it doesn't even have to be that you've been you know, with them all the time. It's just sometimes you feel it. Like yeah. I had a match with Chase James at Timber Pro Wrestling a couple of weeks ago and just a simple hardcore match, yeah. nothing too you know, intricate. We didn't call a lot of stuff, but we just went out there and felt it. Yeah. Everything that was there, we just, everything was in perfect harmony. And afterwards we're just like, That's hell great. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like that was like one of my favorite matches that I've had recently. I'm like, mine too, it was just nice and easy. And it's nice when it's just, Flows. That's awesome. Rolling with the homies. Yeah, rolling with, that's clueless right there, yeah. Rolling yep. with the homies. So, you, are, yeah, like we said, you're not, you're, you're not originally from the Northwest. What brought you up to the Northwest? Are you based here in Seattle now? Or, uh, or yeah, I'm about 45 minutes away. Cool. But Seattle would definitely be the... What brought you up here? A boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. A boy. Sure. Uh, it is what it is, but I've, I've found a couple of homes and I've been gracious enough to be accepted into little clicks here and there. So yeah. I, I like it. The cold sucks. It really hurts. Sure. Especially after two knee surgeries. Yeah. So that was, this weather sucks. Are you, are you <laughs> fairly certain that this is home now or are you just, you know, kind of a, a wandering uh, wrestler? Oh, definitely a wandering wrestler. Like, sure. I, like I said, I've lived in California in multiple places. I've lived in Florida, living here now. And I've lived, yeah. we first started out in Spokane. Okay. And then I was traveling up to this area sure. every two weeks or so. And then we finally moved up here like two years ago. Nice. Um, but the, the end goal is to get back to the East Coast. Yeah. And just, it's a lot easier for wrestling for the most part. And I don't know, I like being warm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can deal with the hurricanes. I'll just, you know, drive up north. Be fine. Awesome. So, uh, okay. So we're stoked to have you here in Defy. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how did Defy get on your radar? Well, it's Defy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we For like to one, hear. Yeah. Um, Washington doesn't have a ton of places to work, surprisingly. So yeah. it's obviously one of the bigger companies in the area. Um, being one of five females, if that, in again the entire state of Washington it just it comes it comes up so yeah. like, I think my first match was with Rebel Kel yes and we, we brought it to town and everybody was like hell yeah bring Kikio back and I think it came back in the tag match yeah um, where she and I then tagged with each other and then she kicked me in the face so okay great thanks um, Kel I also got kicked in the head by Mako Satamora okay which did not feel good I can imagine she kicked so hard yeah it was really fun though, but yeah. oh my gosh, she was just like that. There's a whole gif of it. Just, mm, yeah. And I'm out. Um, and then I think came back with, was supposed to work with Liza Hall, but you know, unfortunately Liza wasn't here. And mm -hmm. then, oh, Yeah. Well. The thorn in my ass right now. <laughs> Miss Della Rouge, little Miss Pink. I'm so happy. Now I'm happy to. And now she's angry. She's, oh. she's, yeah, she's mad. She's emo, Danica. She's angry, Danica, now. Oh, welcome to the, like, I, I get, see, and that's my problem. I get where Danica's at. I've been there. Yeah. I've been doing this for a minute, and she's going through her little phase right now after her injury. Try getting two. Try being injured an hour before your stardom debut in Japan. Oof. 
then come to me and be upset. Yeah. Try, you know, coming back and then all of a sudden the surgery that you just spent nine months to a year coming back from fails you. Then you can be mad. Oh, the fans forgot about you. So sorry, Danica. I'll make her, I'll make them remember her. Okay. All right. So bring us back to that moment. Uh, you, you just brought it up. So you're debuting, making your stardom debut in Japan and you, what happened? And, and how did you get through this? It was, it, that was really rough. Um, we call it the Cursed Japan Tour. It was with Rise. Um, it was supposed to be six of us. Myself, Zoe Sky, Britt Baker, Kylie Ray, Shotzi Blackheart, and Delilah Doom. That's quite a crew. It was pretty much the main six of the original Rise roster. Like, we were the ones who were, you know, the, the foundation. Yeah. So, two weeks before the show, Delilah busts her ankle. All right, that sucks. A week beforehand, Shotzi screws her ankle at hood slam. Holy hell. Okay, right. two down. Two out of the four down. All right, so now we're, we're at the show. I wrestled Saraya Knight. Next day I wrestled Chelsea Green. Yeah. Now me and Kylie, we got our bags. We're headed from Chicago to LA. Yeah. Get to LA, switch our planes. Get on the plane, 16 hours to Tokyo. We get there. We meet up, uh, we finally find Britt and Zoe because they came through the Canada, so they came up together. And then we um, also were staying with um, Dewdrop. Yeah. Viper. Yeah. Uh, Piper Nibbin, yeah. whatever you want to call her. <laughs> Amazing person. I love her to death. She yeah. was uh, my rock when I was there. Yeah. Um, we get there, get picked up, go to the, the apartment, get some food, go to dinner, hang out, chill, drink, have some fun. We're in freaking Japan. This is yeah. Uh, next day, go to training do our stuff, have a great seminar with Dr. Wagner at yeah. a Lucha seminar in Japan. Awesome. <laughs> like, who does that? What is this like? This is great. So it's super cool. Um, have dinner that night, and we're watching, like, stardom stuff so that way we can look, you know, research our opponents. Yeah. Uh, next morning, call my dad. It's his birthday in the United States. Yeah. Hey, Dad, happy birthday. I love you. I'm going to go wrestle in Japan. Go to 7-Eleven. Yeah. Pick up our stuff. Shinkiba, first ring. Ta-da! The ring looks beautiful. Yeah. Everything is beautiful to me. Here's your moment. Yeah, so go through our time slot and um, we're going over our stuff. Simone drop. She goes out the backside for the sunset flip. Yeah. And there goes my knee. It literally was just like a freak accident. I didn't have my pads on, I didn't have my shoes on. Yeah. So that, that constant what if is always there. Mm -hmm. um, so that happened. They took me over to the hospital. They like gave me an ultrasound on the back of my knee. And so they're like, oh yeah, it's probably just your meniscus because they can't see that with an ultrasound. Yeah. Wrap it up. I'm on crutches. I'm like, great. I just have to, I have to go home. There's no point in me being there hogging up space. True. I wake up that Friday. Like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I look at my phone and I've got it's blown up. Like what the hell's going on? And that's when my trainer Virgil had passed away. So it was like, okay, you're going to tear your knee on your dad's birthday before you even debut in Japan where everybody told you you were never, ever going to fucking make it to. Sorry, you're not allowed to pass. Yeah, it's all. Okay. <laughs> like, it, it, it's emotional because, like, I literally got held down by my trainers. Um, and that's where, like, the fallen flower comes from because it's, it's me trying to break out of everything that everybody told me you're never going to. Oh, you're big? That means you have to be a bad guy because you're bigger than everybody else. Sure. Oh, you're never going to make it because you're big. Oh, you're never going to make it because of your attitude or this or that and the other thing. But my matches and my work speaks for itself. Yeah. 
I, you know, being slapped in the face in the locker room when I go to shake somebody's hand, still working that person later on that day. And this is all going through my head as I'm laying there with my opponent holding me as I'm crying. <laughs> so, um, I was just like, I had to get out of the house. So I ended up going to Disneyland because yeah. I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Wrapped my knee up and I, I came home and got surgery like two months later because I had to go through all the hoops and whistles and all that good stuff. and. Came back six months later. Um, or well, I came back and then um, I was only back for about six months, wow. and then the pandemic hit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I came back like that August, I think, and I was back until about February ish. Yeah. yeah. My last match was in March, in Oregon against Izzy McQueen. Yeah. And then the following week, it was actually I was supposed to be in the Defy to Survive. Okay. That's what was supposed to happen, guys. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. You know. Backstage stories. It was supposed to be the first female to find to survive. Wow. And that the pandemic, the pandemic Lovato took it away from you guys. Damn. You could have had that. I never heard that. The pandemic Lovato. I like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, back for about six months, pandemic hit, and then that December I retore my knee. Um, trying to just literally train. Yeah. Come back and be like, alright, cool, let's get let's get back into it. Flip up. There it goes again. Jesus. I'm like on the surgery table and my doctor's like, do you see this? Cause I'm fully awake. Yeah. Just laying there. He's like, you see this part and it's really white. I'm like, yeah. He's like, your knee never took in the first place. You were going to re-tear it no matter what. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> my life. Wow. Netflix oh, series. <laughs> Netflix series. Keep Netflix, going. please. Like, come on. <laughs> Sorry, it could be animated. It'd be right? fun. Dark be side awesome. of the ring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know, you've probably been asked this a dozen times, but what's the origin of the name Kikio? I'm a huge anime nerd. Sure. Uh, for for you we weeaboos out there. Yeah. Have you ever seen or heard of the show Inuyasha? I've seen. There's an energy drink based on it. Is there? I think. Maybe. Like, I maybe don't. in like the comic book shop or sure. something like yeah. Yeah. It's an old like 1990 like late 90s. Um, Oh, maybe maybe I'm anime. getting it wrong. So it was on Toonami. Okay. It was one of okay. those like 3 a.m. and it wakes you up. The book touch you. You're like, whoa, that's anime. I'm gonna turn that off. It's time to go to bed. But you kept it on. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you didn't turn it off. No. You kept it on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I, I took her name from that because her story, um, really like when I delved into it, really mirrored my own of her wanting to do this thing and be with this person in Yasha and being betrayed by who she thought she loved because it was the bad guy pretending to be him. And, yeah. Um, just the the sense of revenge that she feels and how she, you know, wow. comes through the, the whole storyline and just really sat with me. And I, like, as I'm sitting there with the cease and desist in my hand from my trainer. Wow. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, I'm like, I have like three weeks to get my ass together and wrestle Candice Lorraine and I can't use this character anymore. Crap. So Virgil was like, we'll take care of it. Yeah. I got you. We'll think we'll, we'll get this through. We'll do it together. And Kiki was born. I like tore up my, um, my gear so that it would look slightly different. Yeah. And it's just slowly evolved over the last, it was like 2013, I think. Cool. So yeah, last like nine years now. Wow. <laughs> well, you're new to us. <laughs> Here at Defy, and uh, you know, so this is a question that you know might come off kind of nerdy or or weird to ask, but um, I have to ask it because we here at the Defy, we call ourselves the Defiance. We're like a community, right? Um, we support each other. We we look out for each other. What does the Defiance mean to you, Kikio? They give me the chance to even be here. 
I am very grateful for the few that are constantly in my inbox and messaging me like when are you coming back to Defy and I let them know like I would love to come back every single solitary show absolutely yep. I don't care if it's Danica Rebel Mako Sadamore I don't care if it's Shaft yeah um, it's, okay that's I don't bad. care what what you have like your gender does not matter to me yeah they them in between I don't care I will fight absolutely anybody mm -hmm. so given those opportunities I can only have that if the defiance actually wants me here yeah if they're talking to Matt Farmer or they're talking to you know Annie or something like yeah. that like you have to tell them that you want us here otherwise they're not going to know that we're going to be putting asses in seats I like that and and the the uh you know the crowd response you get and it, it's got to be a great feeling for you well I mean it helps when you got your students out there cheering for you so. there you go there you go I like it so, <laughs> nice okay so my last question for you um you told us a brutal story uh, about your knee is there anything you can show us pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it okay so there's, well, there there's is, the there's knee the... scar so this is okay. from number two but i do have another scar that i want to show all you right, let's see it. ignore the uh it's cold outside all right, right? all right yeah <laughs> so uh, let's see if you can get this can you get that yeah it looks like uh two or three bumps right there yeah, yeah. kind of looks like the santino brothers logo a little yeah, bit, right? kinda, yeah so i got that from um it was a first blood match against lisa lace at gold rush okay and it was before uh i had even gotten the, sh the championship this sure. was like leading up into it yeah so she and i were doing our thing and i'm literally on my knees like come on bring it and yeah. she, there's a great shot of it too i'll have to find it and send it to you where she takes the light tube and she blasts Jesus. it over my head, like execution style. Yeah. And the way that the tube just broke over my head, it fell off and it stabbed me in, in the back. And that's where that scar comes from. And those are like literally one of the very few scars I actually have from all Jesus. the death matches that I've done. Death the, light the light tube gods that I pray to Jesus. before my death matches have been very generous to me. How do you so. even get ready for something like that? Like a death match? I haven't talked to many death match wrestlers. How do you get ready? Um, like I mean, we're in a business of pain in the first place. It doesn't feel good to do a match most of the time. Like, it hurts. There's some level of pain to it. Um, I don't know. You just do it. Sure. <laughs> like, okay. I'm sure like somebody like Shaft or somebody has, like, a, a ritual that they go to. There's a lot of people who get, you know, into music or get into their mindset. And there's other people who Smoke are just... Smoke a cig or something. Right. Just I'll, like, go, so, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take a shot. Yeah. Pop an aspirin. Smoke a little bit. Yeah. All right, let's go. There you go. And then the adrenaline kind of gets you through it for the most part. Um, wow. But it's fun. I like it. Okay. It just adds a, another level of intensity to everything, especially if it doesn't necessarily have to be like a stipulation, like sure. a best of five barbed wire board yeah. match or a World Series of Glass match where you have to put your opponent through five out of seven things to win or something like that which i've done with ludark at iwa jesus all right well okay you can, you can find Don't, some stuff on iwtv do not piss off kikio that's what we've learned today kikio thank you so much for taking the time i appreciate y'all absolutely Take that,